For most of us, there comes a time in our homeschooling where we feel like we just can't even anymore. It's totally normal. It happens to all of us. And we're talking today on the podcast about beating burnout. Hi, everyone. I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool day. Welcome to episode 39 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. I'm joined today on the podcast by my good friend, Heather Tully. Heather's a mom of 10 who has already been homeschooling her kids for about 18 years, and she still has at least another 12 to go. So if there's anybody who can talk about burnout, it's Heather. Now, we really did kind of stretch the limits of our 10 minutes to a better homeschool podcast here. So we're going to jump right into that interview. Heather Tully is a wife and homeschooling mom of 10 kids. She's also a documentary photographer and the co-author of Gather, Exploring the Wonder, Wisdom, and Worship of Learning at Home. I heard you have a pretty good co-author on that one, Heather. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Pam. (laughs) Okay, so yes, Heather and I did write that book together. It was so much fun, and it's available at pambarnhill.com slash gather. All right, so I am having you on to talk about homeschooling burnout because, like, you've got to be an expert (laughs) on this. How many years have you been homeschooling now? Oh, I didn't do the math. Patricia's almost 22. Okay. So she started when she was six. Somebody else can do the math. (laughs) Okay. So here's another math question for you. When you're done, how many years will you have been homeschooling? 30-ish years. So I, yeah, I've still got a ways to go because Timothy's four. Yeah. So we're, we've got a little ways to go yet. You got another 12 years to go. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now that I've totally depressed you. Let's talk about homeschool burnout. What do we mean when we say homeschool burnout? What do you think of? I think of that mama who's just overwhelmed. She's tired. She's exhausted. Maybe she cries hypothetically, right? Yeah, (laughs) we've all been there. She's just at her, maybe at her, she feels at her wit's end. Like she doesn't know what else to do. And she's tired. I think for me, it like manifests itself in, I just don't want to do it another day. Like I wake up. And I'm just like, I just don't want to do it. Not wanting to do it, feeling and get started doing it again. So I, yeah, I think a lot of times it, it man, maybe manifests itself slightly differently in moms, but I think a lot of the symptoms are the same. Is there anything that gives you an indication that you might be heading towards a little bit of burnout or that you are? Yeah. I think if you, like you said, you're having a hard time getting started When I find myself also getting frustrated easily with I sit down and they're just being toddlers and I'm so tired that I can't embrace that. That's a sign that I'm probably a little burnout. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see like a short temper and just not being as patient and as kind as Mm -hmm. I should be. (laughs) Wait a second. Maybe I'm burned out every day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some days it feels that way, but yeah, it's just that much shorter fuse, I think. And then that I just can't even feeling. So what about, let's talk about avoiding burnout. So if we have moms who are maybe feeling this, and I know that sometimes even in the summer, even after they've had a summer break, I'll have moms who say to me, 
I just don't even want to get started again right now. I think taking breaks are really important for beating burnout and completely taking time off. So often moms are like, I feel guilty. Like I should be doing something. Yeah, no, take time off. And I think I wrote that down. Take time off and have a stopping point when you're in the midst of your school year. So when you're homeschooling, we're living together and that day can stretch. And I think it's really helpful to know we're going to go to this point in the day and we're going to stop. Even if we didn't get everything done, we're going to pick up there the next day. That helps, I think, your kids. And then I think it helps you as a mama know that at this point, I'll be able to set that to a side and shift my mind to other things which helps with burnout. Cause I think some of the burnout too happens because we're thinking about so many things at one time. So have a break and have a stopping point for sure. That is such a great point. And I think the one thing I want to say is kind of like when you work from home and you have this tendency, well, I can work all the time because my work is right here. And it's the same thing with homeschooling. I school at home so we can be doing school all the time because it's right here. But back in the day, I remember like the bell would ring at the end of my classroom time and we would have to shut the books and I would have to pick up the next day where we left off. I didn't have, it. it's not a luxury <laughs> to keep pushing yourself. I didn't have the ability to keep going and keep pushing me or the kids or anything. We just had to stop where we were. And so that is such a good and valid point. Don't keep pushing, say, this is the time that we're going to be done and just stop there. I think it brings a lot of peace. And I think also not expecting every day to be this amazing day. I think we love homeschooling. We've, a lot of us have read the books before we're going to read it to our kids. We're so excited and our kids aren't always as excited and we need to be okay with that. It's made up of a lot of ordinary days, homeschooling, and you need to embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, that it's, there's just a lot of ordinary in there in Mm -hmm. all of the really great moments. And fortunately, in some of the tough moments, (laughs) most days are just normal. And that's funny. That makes me think of not to expect the same intensity throughout the whole year. I think Mm -hmm. that's the other thing is we start the school year off. A lot of us rested and refreshed from the summer. We're so excited to be pulling out the books and starting a new school year. And we're like, this is going to be great. This is going to be fabulous. And I know for me, we usually start at the end of July and until the first week of October, we are on top of things. We are rocking and rolling. We're in that honeymoon period. We're working out the kinks. We're just, we have lots of energy and we're so good at getting started. But by the end of October, we start doing this and we really do hit a slump in November. And if I have the expectation that all year long, I'm going to be able to keep up that fall intensity, I'm really just going to disappoint myself and I'm going to wear myself out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get another break and then you can come back refreshed Yeah, and pick up again. Yeah. And just knowing and having the expectation that even your year is going to go up and down in intensity, it's not going to maintain this straight intensity all the way across. I think that can help avoid burnout. Okay. Yeah. So if there is a secret tip for avoiding burnout, I know what mine is. What's yours? I said, look to Jesus. I cannot do this. We cannot do this of our own strength. And so you need time with him. It might not be an hour. It might not be a half hour, but you need a few minutes with the Lord in prayer and in his word. Um, You need to worship 
because that's where we get peace. That's where we get the strength to keep going as moms and then as educators. So that has to come first and foremost. So even if it's just a short bit, it adds up. But living in that relationship with our Savior, that's where I avoid burnout. Yeah. And he's going to give us the graces we need, but we have to show up and ask for them. <laughs> Don't come to me, right? Yeah. Like he wants us to come and ask. And he does say he'll be with us. And when we're weary, he is with us. And so there's a lot of, even when I'm tired, I might not be burnt out because I'm looking to him for strength. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I always tell everybody that my secret for beating burnout is morning time. Yep. That was number for me. Okay. <laughs> and I just want to say for the mom who is thinking, oh goodness, it's like adding prayer to my day. The prayer you do in morning time with your kids totally counts. Totally does. Gathering with our kids, that's been a part of our homeschool since Patricia was three. And it is the way that I avoid burnout. It keeps us going. It brings a lot of joy. And so it doesn't have to be in the morning. So if you're feeling burnt out and you can't get your day started, gathering with your kids might not be best first thing in the morning. I like it in the morning. I think we both do that. But if that's too hard of time of your day, then shift it to the afternoon, maybe after lunch. So be willing to play with the time, but it's such a great I feel like it's a tool in your toolbox, but it's also life-giving, that gathering with our kids. What do you think it is about that gathering time? What is it for you? Because I know for me, it's that's where we do the delightful things. That's where I put all the things that I want to do that are not necessarily on somebody else's curriculum. And so these are the things that are life-giving to me and my kids, whether they admit it or not. These are the things that I look forward to. And I think the kids do too. Like we're reading Narnia. Last year we read Halliburton's Book of Marvels, which like none of them would have ever said, hey, mom, will you read us this book? But once we got into it, they were like, this is a really cool book. And so that's the time that we do the things that are so life-giving that keep us interested in learning, even when eh, we might not be feeling it. So what about for you? It's the same thing. That's, I I always tell people that's where I put the beautiful things. That's the things that I put that speak to the kids and also to myself. I think you have said it often that put something in morning time for you, mom. And that'll really help with the burnout. So a book I've been wanting to read, I'm going to read it aloud during morning time. Or if there's a place in geography that I've been wanting to study myself and learn more about a certain culture, I'm going to pick a book and do that during morning time. So it's life-giving for the children and it's life-giving for me. And then I think also why I think it helps avoid burnout is we're building relationships. So it's not just all these things we're doing. There's, There's a big bonus with a big family of doing that gathering together. I teach a bunch of kids grammar and then we're done for the day and I don't have to go around and teach it to four kids. But more than doing, gathering is this ability to love one another, to walk alongside one another, to laugh together. And that brings a lot of peace and joy into our home. Yeah. And that sustains me through the rest of the day. When we start that way and we just slow down and done those important things like prayer and singing a hymn, reading the scriptures together, sharing a story, and then we can go face that day. There's just a, it just lifts me up. It lifts up the spirit of our home. More than once, I'll have a grumpy kid come to morning time 
And, but by the end of it, their attitudes have shifted. Not always, but often I see that those stories and those songs, it changes their, them too. And it helps lift me up in the process. I love it. I love it. Yeah. When I contemplate 20 years of homeschooling, which is probably what I'm in for given the fact that my kids, I've got three and they're close together. If I think about 20 years of doing math with my kids or grading writing papers or something like that. Yeah. It can seem pretty daunting and burnout inspiring. But when I think about the same 20 years with the beautiful literature, with the songs, with the poetry, with the things that we do in our gathering time, then it seems way more palatable and like something. Yeah. I could probably do this and get through. It's my favorite part of the day. It's just, I love that. And as your children grow, it's the time where we're all together. And then often that's it. I'm not even guaranteed to have everybody at dinner at this point. And so to get everybody there and look up, it's such a gift. It's such a gift that we're getting to live together. And I think that's maybe another little tip that we can throw in there is look up and notice and be grateful that we get to do this. It is hard, but it's such a gift to be able to be home with our kids and to have that table, whether it's one or it's more, you get time with your children. That's a special thing. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right, Heather, where can everybody find you online? Yeah, I'm at heathertullyphotography.com and then I'm on Instagram just as Heather Tully Photography. Yeah, and if you love Heather's photos, take a peek and you would like more of them in the context of what they look like in a homeschool, you can find the book again at pambarnhill.com slash gather. All right, Heather, thanks so much for coming and chatting with me about burnout today. Thanks, Pam. And there you have it. Thanks so much to Heather for joining me here today. And I hope you got some great tips on beating burnout in your homeschool. I'll be back again next week. We're going to be talking all about simplifying your homeschool schedule. Thanks so much for joining me. And until then, keep on homeschooling.